emsradio.com. EMS information for the next generation. The EMS Garage is a production of emsradio.com. You can find us on Facebook. Just search EMS Garage. You can find us on Twitter at EMS Garage. Email us, emsgarage at gmail.com. Or call us, 303-720-6001. Hi, I'm Chris Montero here at Nacho Annual 2013. And we're going to talk about how you can use software in public health practice right after this. The EMS Hi, Chris Monterey here at Nacho 2013, and I'm joined by Asher, oh no, uh, say it for me again. Ashok Mathur. Ashok Mathur, and uh, you're with Patagonia Health. Correct. And you created a great product for use in public health. So tell me a little bit about what product you guys have, have brought mm-hmm. to the market. We have brought an electronic health record practice management billing software for local health department. It is a it's federally certified meaningful use. Is the only EHR in the nation which is apps and cloud-based. Oh, wow. And so you can use it, can I use it on an iPad or an iPhone, something like that? You can, but generally speaking, uh, the clinicians in the public health department have to do, do a lot of data entry. Okay. For that, really, it's good to have a uh, type of sure. keypad, proper keypad. And you can use it on any computer, anywhere. Excellent. So as we look forward into the kind of this this new healthcare reform model and healthcare payment reform. Do you really feel like your product has is really meeting, you said it meets meaningful use, but um, into the HIE piece and things like that as we move forward? It's an excellent question, Chris. Uh, yes, absolutely. What's happened, the federal government has done a really good thing for healthcare by defining the meaningful use electronic health record. They're helping the clinics to move forward in the 21st age from paper to electronic. And the federal government has defined meaningful use stage one, stage two, and stage three. We as a nation are completing stage one now. 2014, you go to stage two, which is the health information exchange. So our product is federally meaningfully certified, and the requirement is you have to connect to HIE to interoperate and exchange data with other providers in the community. So you gave me a look. I got to see a couple of the videos on your website. Um, tell me what makes it more. What makes it unique over other things out there uh, in the market? Well, it's very simple actually. We all are now in personal lives using apps, whether it's on iPhone or Samsung or uh, iPad. And today I was reading in U.S. news today in the newspaper they said there are 900,000 apps now wow. in iPhone. And it's only a short period of five years. The reason there are 900,000 apps is because the technology has changed completely. They're easy to build and cost very little, and they're very easy to use. Now, everybody's using the iPhone and iPad and apps, but in health departments, they've been given an old 20, 30 year old software, which is hard to use. So apps is the way to go, and that's the platform we have, and we have customized it for public health. So one final question, I want to talk to Ann. 
is it HIPAA secure and does it meet all the security requirements? I, I think people often think of an application, you know, I'm going to play Angry Birds on my iPad. I don't yes. think that needs to be secure, but I'm, I'm assuming this is secure. Absolutely. In fact, if you look at meaningful use uh, requirements of federal government, there are 684 pages thick. Right. And a lot of that has to do with privacy and security, and you have to meet them and we comply to all those requirements. Excellent. So, Anna, we brought you on. Tell us who you are and where, 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 where are you from? Okay. I'm Ann Absher. I am the health director at the Wilkes County Health Department in North Carolina. So we have a county of about 68,000. It's okay. a large rural county, the third largest rural county in North Carolina. So uh, that's we serve a rural population. Great. So how did you find out about um, the Patagonia Health product and, and what drew you to it? Uh, well, our state office, there's an office of rural health, mm-hmm. and one of the um, consultants there spoke at a um, retreat that we had with, um, I'm in a region with other health directors, at a regional retreat, and there was some work done around usability and uh, uh, expensiveness and um, meaningful use and what might be workable uh, in public health uh, with an HM, um, EMR. And so one of the products that was introduced in that particular retreat was Patagonia Health. And so we were very interested, our region was, and we took the information from there and we researched it. We had uh, a shook come to do demonstration for us and uh, in fact, in our region, many of our uh, county health departments have adopted Patagonia now. So um, we found it very user friendly. Uh, you know, we don't we have to use our public dollars very wisely. Right, right. So uh, we wanted an application that would be user friendly, but yet work. Um, well for us in public health. We do a lot of collection of data as well as some of the clinical services we provide. So it's very important that we're able to collect that data um, and it's very and that, that it is good data and that it's usable and that we can report that data to our state for our, our federal grant federal grants that we receive through the state. So, a uh, couple questions. How, how easy is it to use? How, how have your, not only clinicians, epidemiologists, I'm assuming you're a small department, so they may be the same people, but how easy is it for them to use? Um, it's very easy for them to use. Um, most everybody is familiar with social networks. They're either right. on iPads, Facebook. Um, most of our uh, providers have found the fact that it is easy to use. When we had demonstrations, that was one of the first things that they identified. Yes, if we have to use EMRs, we want something that's user-friendly, that we understand. They're able to set up their dashboards. They're able to uh, make it um, their own, if you will, their, you know, their own page and, and know how they do their work and set it up in that workflow process. So um, that being said, that was one of our first hurdles when we first implemented the EMR is that it was so user-friendly that they were also finding it easier to make mistakes. So we had to develop policies and procedures and say, yes, this is very user-friendly, but you still have to realize that this is what we're doing. One of the things that we like about Patagonia Health is the their customer service. Oh, excellent. Oh, good excellent customer good service. They, um, we report problems. They uh, change and do updates nightly. 
So we're able to see almost immediately uh, responses to any issues that we identify. And because we were one of the early adopters uh, in public health of Patagonia Health, we feel like that um, they have been very, very responsive in helping us address the needs that we have through our public health apps in North Carolina. So I just, uh, it always spurs more questions when I do this. So does it do disease surveillance? Sorry, I'm a little bit ignorant about it, but can you do that? With it. So the way, as you know, in this, most of surveillance is done by the state, so the right. surveillance systems. The other question is related to the immunization, especially right. when it comes to public health. So all states have an immunization system uh, as well as a uh, surveillance system. Right. Uh, whichever state goes to North Carolina has one, other states have it. And as part of the federal meaningful use requirement, in fact, we had to meet uh, connectivity and uh, transformation of information back and forth. So yeah, to connect to immunization registry, HIE and the surveillance system is a mandated and we meet those requirements. Now, of course, uh, as, we, as a nation, we are moving to EHR, everybody moving at a different pace. Right. So some states are behind and some states are ahead in connecting to Patagonia Health, but it's part of built-in so already. So here's the nerd alert for the entire podcast. Is it HL7 compliant? Yes. In okay. fact, it's better than that. In HL7, as you know, has been around for 20, 30 years. Sure. It's a de facto standard in uh, healthcare. But the federal government has come up with a better one. It's called CCR and CCD, country care of record and country care of data, which is what you're going to use. It has a lot more intelligence if you want to exchange information, clinical information with, a, say, a hospital, discharge right. somebody. You'll be able to carry more data with the CCR, CCD than you could do that yourself. Oh, good point. Okay, I didn't right. realize that. That's excellent. See, that, apparently my nerdiness only goes so far. So, um, so as a director of an agency, can you go in and kind of dive into the data and look at uh, trends, or can you see? I don't know. I mean, is there is there data that you get back that you find meaningful? Yes, we have reports. And, of course, we're working on the reports as we speak. You know, we're still looking at what are the needs that health departments have um, to run their clinics and also the data that reports that we need to make sure that we're doing that correct reporting. Nice. Uh, it's very important, you know, in public health on the state level. So, uh, yes, that is one of the reasons we wanted to go with Patagonia Health because we were a little bit limited without having some more expertise with our state program um, to do those reports. And we feel like that the usability of Patagonia will help us to customize our own reports as we move forward. Excellent. And can you then use it for, uh, like, uh, CQI, kind of the back end, really kind of the quality piece of healthcare where I, I would assume, I mean, all of us in healthcare, whether you're doing public health or um, primary care or hospital-based health or whatever it is, you want, you're really concerned about that quality piece. Can you do some of that with, with those Ab- with Absolutely. Data? We want to be able uh, to utilize that data to make sure that we're improving um, the health of our populations that we're serving, like making sure that our uh, diabetics who come in for education, mm-hmm. that their uh, hemoglobin A1Cs are improving and that right. they're doing their foot checks uh, as they should be. Those That's just one example of how we want to be able to uh, improve that data. Uh, percentage of immunization rates among, of course, our, our children, that's very important that we increase those. And... Um, 
you know, other things related to cardiovascular disease, like our uh, patients taking their aspirin. You know, that's just a few examples of how we want to be able to utilize our uh, data that we're able to retrieve from Patagonia. Excellent. So what's on the what's in the horizon for Patagonia? I mean, what, what's your next big thing that you're going to do? I mean, come on, spill it to me. <laughs> I mean, the competitors won't know. All right, sure, they'll, sure. they'll just see this. All right, well, tell me what things you can tell me. Well, it's amazing. You know, we have uh, started working with people like Anne about a year ago because the association wanted public health developed. They funded us. We invested our money, built it. But in short one year, apart from meeting all the requirements we just discussed for day to day, now the health director asking, is there an app for that? Uh-huh. And that's really fascinating. You know, you would think of health department not being leading edge, but they are leading edge. As a result, based on the different health directors we're working for, uh, we are building four new apps. Wow. And these would, you would not think of as something AEHR would do. We are building a GIS health mapping app. Nice. So what you do is you, each county has a GIS mapping system, so you can see where your flu outbreak is. Where your sorry, diabetes patient are, you can do outreach. In real time, you get data, see if those outreach programs are working because that's in your EHR. Prior to that, you know, you have to go to state and get a report once a year, and which is not accurate. Right. The other apps you're working on is called a communicator app. Now, as the patient population is moving forward, they're getting more tech savvy than the health department themselves. So they want to be, have the ability to communicate either in voice, text, or email in a HIPAA-compliant manner. So we are building a communicator app. Nice. One health director is very keen on knowing how her community is doing, especially for community assessment rankings. Oh, sure. So what she wants is not just the reports. Reports is a day-to-day operational thing. She wants a dashboard to see how my community is doing in a dashboard applet format. So at a glance, she knows how her community is doing and how does it relate to community assessment ranking. Wow. And we are building a pharmacy app because we're automating that process in health departments as well. So these are just four things in wow. past one year we have done. And so if you, we sit here in five years, I can tell you we'll have 50 apps for public health departments. Oh. I don't know what they are. They have a need, we'll build it because right. we have the platform. That's great. And I, what I find very intriguing about your company is you go to the users and say, what do you want? And we're going to build it because right. that, you're being very responsive. I think that's great. Well, we can do that because the app platform is very cost effective for us to build those apps. In my prior, prior life as a software company, you couldn't do those things. It cost millions of dollars. Right. Now I can get a grad student from state university. He can build a app, whatever Ann wants, in three months. Right. Wow. It's very cheap and uh, very responsive. Oh. So, Ann, where can people call you and say, gosh, you know, I saw this thing and I want to I wanna know more information, or at least find out from a user's perspective. Can they email you or call you or something like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. I have an easy email address, aabsher at wilkescounty.net. Great. I can leave my phone number, uh, but yeah, I'll be, just happy. Do the email. That's I'll be happy. Exactly. I'll be happy to talk to anyone right. and set them, you know, give them the very real answers that we were able to uh, obtain. That's great. Do so, during this system. Um, um, so they told. So we talked earlier. You're not just in North Carolina. Well, you're in North Carolina now, mainly. We have many, many states. But you would like to be broader, more globally right. known. So where can people find out more information about the website, and how can they get all of you? Yeah, the website is our company name, PatagoniaHealth.com. You check us out. There are a lot of videos, a lot of information there. Or they can email info at PatagoniaHealth.com, or they can email me. Very simple, Ashok at PatagoniaHealth.com. 
Right. If you can't remember all that, my name is difficult. You can check it on the website. It's all there. Great. Well, thank you guys very much for joining us and talking about great applications for what we do in public health every day. Thank you very much. And I'm Chris Montero here at NATO 2013 talking about applications we can use in public health.